0: I'm Amy Chaplin, and this is the Piano Pantry Podcast, a show about living life as independent music teachers. Besides piano teaching, I also enjoy the back end of organizing and managing a business. In today's episode, I'm going to give you my very best tip for actively and successfully managing your email inbox. There's an email tool that exists inside every type of inbox, at least that I'm aware of, that is so obvious and yet I continually hear how confusing it is to many. I'm here to clear things up so that you can finally utilize this tool and make it part of your daily email workflow. I'm completely confident that once you do, it will help both free your time and your mind as it did mine. I've started this 2023 podcast season with a couple of organization-focused episodes for good reason. I don't know about you, but I always find the start of the new school year in August more focused on studio offerings and student plans. The turn of the calendar year lends itself more easily and naturally as a time to both set goals and rethink work processes. Since it's the dead of winter, at least here in the Northern hemisphere, There's not always much going on in our studios. Festivals and recitals rarely happen in January, and unlike the surrounding months, there are no major gatherings or holidays. The nearing tax season means we may spend a lot of extra time focusing on the -the behind-the-scenes part of our businesses. Going through the process of preparing for taxes is a wonderful way to take a bit of a reality check. It forces us to step back and see the big picture of how our business is being run and how our funds are being used. We're never more aware of how we run a business than we are at tax time. Likewise, as we discussed in episode number 52, being organized is not a one-off activity, but an ongoing process and mindset. That being said, when we begin to rethink our daily work processes and organizational strategies as we do at tax time with our expenses, it behooves us to take time to assess and view our workflow from a bird's eye view, not just in one-off instances, but to set aside dedicated time once a year to tackle it as a whole. I know how hard it is to do that on your own, so I have just the opportunity for you. This week is the last chance to register for my digital organization coaching series. Running for eight consecutive weeks beginning this Friday, January 27th, you'll meet with me in a small group setting from 12 to one o'clock p.m. Eastern time via Zoom to get your digital workspace in order. I'll walk you through a step-by-step process of cleaning up and reorganizing eight major areas, including all your devices, email, photo and video storage, document storage, and more. Visit the link in the show notes to join. I can't wait to see you there. Okay, so the part of your email we're talking about today is the all mail section. Now, of course, we're talking about email, so we're talking about mail as in M-A-I-L, not M-A-L-E. Sometimes discussing technology can be a little tricky because not all email programs work the same, but all mail is something you will see in your left sidebar if you use Gmail, which I know a lot of us do, or the Apple Mail app. In Microsoft Outlook, it's called the Archive, Now, to be completely transparent, I'm not as familiar with Outlook anymore as I am with Gmail and the Apple Mail app, so while I'm pretty sure the Outlook archive functions in the same way, I'll admit I can't say with 100% certainty, so you might just have to do a little trialing yourself to make sure. I actually used to use Outlook in my early days, but switched to Gmail about 10 years ago. And while it took me a little while to figure out Gmail, in the end, I actually find it to be more user-friendly and visually appealing than Outlook, but that's a whole other conversation. Okay, so what is all mail? Well, luckily the answer is easy. It's exactly as it describes it is. Literally, it is all mail. It's everything that exists in your email that's not in the trash or in spam. That means you'll see everything that's in your inbox as well as anything that is in a folder or in Gmail, it's called like a label. Now, I used to think that in Gmail, the term label was simply another way of calling a folder, but the Gmail labels function more like tags than actual folders, which is to our benefit. In email terms, putting things like into folders usually means removing them from one location and placing them into another so you can only find them in that folder. Tags or Gmail labels, on the other hand, means that you're not necessarily moving an email out of one location and into another, you're simply labeling it in various ways. For example, maybe you have a label called orders and a label called studio. So you could have one email that has both of those labels and the email doesn't necessarily exist in two different locations. You can just find it under each of those tags, but it just exists in your your all mail inbox. In my opinion, Gmail's implementation of the word label is even better than the term tag used in other digital management tools like Evernote, as I think it's more descriptive of what you're actually doing. Here's the big kicker and the place where I think a lot of us get caught up. Moving emails out of our inboxes can be a little scary. We want to feel like we need to know and control exactly where everything is going. So we either leave everything in our inbox, which is way overwhelming because it's like a to do list that is never complete, or we spend unnecessary time either moving emails into folders or labeling them as we were just talking about in Gmail so we know exactly where they are. What if I told you that all of this is actually unnecessary? Now it took me a while to get to this point, but once I did, I can't tell you how freeing it was. The fact that we can simply allow all of our emails to exist in one place in the all mail section without having to be in our inbox Is such an amazing and simple answer. This, along with the fact that the search function in our email accounts is amazingly strong, makes retrieving any email easier than you think. Don't believe me? Try some out. Just start searching for emails from a certain person or using a keyword that you might expect yourself to use. Are you an email hoarder? Guess what? All the more power to you. I'm not actually telling you to delete it. Just get it out of your inbox. The all mail function works to your advantage. Think of your inbox like your post office mail delivery person. They process and sort everything, and it's cleared away by the end of the day and delivered. The inbox at the post office that they're sorting things into waits for the next piece of mail to arrive the next day. Your email inbox is for processing. You might be surprised that I'm actually not a big fan of having to have the goal of inbox zero. Now, if you do that, all the more power to you. It's great. I understand the reasoning behind it, but honestly, having 25 or fewer emails or even up to 50 max is not unreasonable. Everything beyond that, though, cannot be that important, you guys. Or you would have done something with it already. I know what it is. You're afraid you won't be able to find it, but don't worry. It's not going to be lost in Gmail. All you have to do is remove the inbox label or hit the button that says archive. Now, the fact that these two terms in Gmail and Apple Mail aren't the same, I think is part of the reason why we get confused. So to archive means that you're just going to let it exist in your all mail folder. Really, they could have called the all-mail folder archive and then it would have maybe made more sense. But anyway, even emails that have labels will exist in all-mail. They haven't been moved into that label. It's just a description that you're giving it. Okay, so fear not. Nothing is lost unless you actually hit delete or send it to spam. Even then, it's usually in your delete or spam folders for at least 30 days where it can be restored. So let's recap here quickly. Your inbox should only be for things that still need attention or processing or action. It's okay to use some labels for things that you really need to be able to see in a group, but honestly, you don't really need them. The archive is for something that you want to access and keep for reference, but doesn't necessarily need to Um, be actioned, right? So the archive or again, the all mail section, you can find everything there. Now, I want you to go do some work on your email inbox, play around with your search function and get yourself comfortable with the fact that it will find those emails for you. If you found this tip useful, don't forget, there's more where that came from. You'll get tips like this and much, much more in the Digital Organization Coaching Series that starts this Friday, January 27th. If you can't participate in this round, you can also sign up using the link in the show notes for an email list where you'll be notified the next time the series is open for registration before it's open to the public. In today's Tiny Tip, I want to challenge you to take advantage of some of this quieter time in our studios over the next couple of weeks before Super Bowl and Valentine's Day hits to reach out to another teacher and invite them to coffee. Whether it's a new teacher you know of in your area, an old colleague you haven't had much time with, or a new friend on Instagram you invite to meet up for a virtual drink to actually get to know each other face to face, take time to connect. This past week, I hosted a little gathering of all the independent teachers in my town. Sitting around for an hour with a warm drink and chatting about studio life was so nice. Connecting with each other is so important. One of my personal favorite episodes of this podcast is number 13, how to make music teacher friends. Now, this podcast is short enough. I know you have time that you can jump back and give it a listen. And while you're doing so, go ahead and send that coffee invitation. I'm kicking myself for forgetting to take a picture of all my local teachers gathered together, so do me a favor and do better than me. Take a photo or screenshot of your coffee date and share it on social media. Tag me in the photo. On Instagram, you'll find me at Amy Chaplin Piano or on Facebook at Piano Pantry. I can't wait to see all of you gathering together. Have a great week.